Welcome everybody to the second episode of Whiskey and Fire. I am Slade Beard. I got my co-host Derek Kinley with me on here. Want to welcome all the first-time listeners and all the people who decided we weren't bad enough and came and checked it out one more time. Um, I think that music made a big choice cha- or big change there, Derek. What do you think about? Oh, that? I loved it, and um, I think it's perfect for what the, you know, kind of the sound we wanted. And um, really grateful for your uh, your pastor who who made it for us, Gene Stroman. Yeah, man, I, he really hooked us up on that one. I think that was one of the biggest complaints we heard from everybody was, man, you, know, you guys just started talking. You need something to welcome everybody in. And I think we both wanted that from the beginning, but maybe maybe we could put the, what is it, the horse before the carriage or whatever. The cart before we the horse. To do it, yeah. So. yeah, whatever it is. But I think that really is going to be a nice addition. And thanks, Gene. Thanks a lot for doing that for us, man. Yeah, Shout out to much Gene. appreciated. First episode, Derek, what do you think? Well, you know, I think um, we didn't have any idea of what success would look like for it. I, I, we still don't, right? We don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, trying, to, <laughs> we're, we're trying to have fun and entertain people as much as we can. And um, if you'd have told me after the first episode, there'd be five listeners and two of them were our wives, I would have totally believed it, right? Um, so luckily for us, we had uh, considerable uh, more success than that. And, um, you know, later in this episode, what we want to do is kind of give you guys an idea of uh, what kind of success we had and um, see if you're as surprised as we are. Again, we don't know what success is. You may think, oh, that's not very many. I don't know. But we, we thought it uh, was pretty awesome. And so we're we're definitely uh, excited to be here and do this again. And we'll do it as long as we can, right? Definitely, definitely. One thing that I did hear from a lot of people, I guess, I think in my head is I thought, well, you know, like you said, it's going to be the five people we know listen to it. So why introduce ourselves? I don't think we really broke into who we actually are. I think I just introduced myself as Slade, like everyone who, you know, everybody listening is going to know me. That's I don't right. have to say anything else. Because we believe that. But no, I am Slade. I'm, I'm Slade Beard. I'm living in Hoswell, Texas, married 14 years to my beautiful, wonderful wife, Jenny. Uh, we've got two kids. I got to fix them to have a senior graduate high school. 18 uh, year old Ashton Cloud and my, my daughter, Kinsley. Um, that's pretty much me. I'm a. Working the pipeline business, been doing that for quite a few years and just needed a hobby of something to something to pass the rest of the time. And this seemed like the best thing to do, you know? Yeah. And um, what about you, Derek? Yeah, so um, I'm uh, much like Slade. I'm middle-aged, which means, you know, I'm old. Uh, been married for, gosh, 18 years. I mean, in, in May to be 19 years, Ooh. which is crazy. I mean, it's hard to believe, right? But um, I've been married a long time, got two kids. One's grown and she's already graduated from A&M and another one's a teenager in high school and he's uh, certainly living at home. If you hear any crazy noises in the background, almost assuredly it's, it was him. Um, I uh, graduated. Well, you would hope we would know how to edit that out, but we won't know how, yeah. we won't know how to get rid of that. Sound exactly. Uh, we'll leave it in there. Uh, graduated from A&M. It's where I met my wife. And, you know, some of you will probably like that. Others might hold it against me, but don't. Um, we, uh, we're proud Aggies though. My daughter went there and hopefully my son will, we'll see what happens with him. Um, and same, I mean, we're just, you know, I'm excited to be here and do this. And this seems like a great way to pass time for sure. Definitely. Hey, I, I heard something in the news the other day I wanted to ask you about as, as far as A&M. Is there really an A&M in Qatar? <laughs> yeah, there is. And that's lately with everything that's going on in the world, that's become kind of a topic of conversation amongst Aggies for sure. I heard some stuff, and I wasn't going to go into more detail. I just wanted to verify the whole location. Look, I said don't hold it against me, okay? <laughs> uh, anyway, well, before we get into this too far, let's go ahead and do the 
I hate to say the fun part of the show because that makes it sound really immature, but the whiskey part, oh, yeah. you know, let's, let's go ahead and taste a little bit of whiskey here. Um, as we both kind of get ready for this, like Derek, what's your, what, what's, what's your, I guess you'd call it whiskey habit. You know, what, what is your go-to, what kind of drinker are you, you know, give me a little. Yeah. So, um, I typically drink, uh, a bourbon called four roses. Now they have all sorts of stuff like everybody else, right? They have like the, the typical stuff. They have the, the single barrel, the, you know, select all these expensive things, but I get the generic kind of cheap one. It's probably in the upper thirties for a handle of it, but I think it's really good. And so that's kind of my go-to when I was younger, I was, I would drink really whatever, but it, you know, I would drink probably Jack Daniels mostly. Um, but now I've gotten more into bourbon. And so that's, that's definitely my, uh, my number one go-to in terms of habits. I try not to drink during the week, you know, uh, the podcast, notwithstanding, um, so it's a weekday and I'm going to be drinking here just in a minute, but typically I'm not drinking during the week. I, I like to limit it to the weekend. So the weekend for me is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'll drink those three days if, if, it, if that much. And then during the week, I try not to drink at all. I think it can get away from me. At least it can get away from me and become like every day. There's always a reason, right? A ball game or company or an event, or you had a bad day. It can be anything, right? But so there's always these reasons to drink. And I try to just make sure that I'm not going to kill myself drinking eventually. Right. Definitely. Definitely. But I mean, you're not saying when you say drink, I, I'm assuming you're like me, you're not a, you're not getting, you're not drinking that night. You just might have a, a that's right. or something. Yeah, right? for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's kind of how I am. I'm, I like to sip on one. I, I do aim for the weekends only. I obviously not as successful as you are at it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I've always been into uh, for the last few years, been drinking TX, which is a, I think I talked about it last time, one out of Fort Worth, really just good stuff. Uh, they have a good blended whiskey. I like blendeds, rise. Bourbon is good. I, I guess I'm, I don't know, just more to the rye and the regulars, mm-hmm. but um, I like to just sip it on ice. If I'm going to mix it with a Coke or something, I'll go cheaper. Evan Williams is always a good cheap one. You can get a pretty big bottle of that for like 20 bucks and I think for a long time I would mix something nice with Coke and then went, why am I putting something expensive with, with a Coke that doesn't yeah, exactly. really financially make a lot of sense. You're spending a lot of money just to mix something. But anyway, so that's, that's kind of my habits as it are. Yeah. And I think as we do this, we're going to, we're going to go from trying new ones to maybe sometime just something we've always liked. And that's what we want that day. So yeah, for sure. I don't, we don't really have much of a, much of a, how we're going to do that, but I think that's kind of the plan. Um, I'll start with what I've got here in my hand. I, I just basically walked down the liquor store aisle the other day and stared at bottles and looked and looked. And you get those people who come by to help you. They always suggest the one that's, you know, 80 plus dollars. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Yeah, you can walk away. But uh, I found one. It's Oak Cliff Whiskey. Uh, looks like it's distilled. It says in Houston, Texas, but I kind of researched this Oak Cliff brand a little bit. And it's actually named after a neighborhood in Dallas. Evidently at some point in like 1901 was like the elite place to oh, live. Wow. Now it's more of a artist musicians type area of, of Dallas. I'm not really familiar with it, but um, it was a pretty, pretty cheap bottle, $16, nothing expensive. I didn't want to get too carried away, but figured I'd try it out and see and what size you got, see what it was like. Just the 750, okay. which that's what I said for 16 bucks. That's not too bad. Really. No, not at all. I looked on their site. They got a few other flavors. This is just the Texas bourbon whiskey. They've got a rye, a barrel proof, and then a bunch of flavored ones. I've never been much of a fan of flavored peanut butter, honey, cinnamon, banana. None of that really, that doesn't sound all that good to me, but yeah, agreed. Today I'm just going to try the old, 
the Texas bourbon. What, what do you have, Derek? So um, I've got something called Buffalo Trace. And um, for those that know, Buffalo Trace is a big distillery. I mean, they're huge in uh, in Lexington, Kentucky area, Lexington. My wife's parents lived there for a few years recently. And, and honestly, before before they moved there, I was just drinking whiskey. I didn't really care. I didn't know the difference. Well, when they moved there and we visited, right, we were going on tours at these different uh, distilleries and learning a lot about bourbons and the difference between bourbon and, and regular whiskey. And anyways, it was awesome. And so Buffalo Trace is, is about as good as it gets in terms of a distillery. But what I'm trying today is just their sort of, I'll say lower level whiskey. They have stuff that's a little cheaper, but they have everything from ranging from uh, Benchmark, which comes in a plastic bottle all the way up to Pappy Van Winkle. That's, that's one of theirs that they bottle and Blanton's and Eagle Rare and Weller's and all this other stuff you hear about. And that's highly sought after it's coming out of the same distillery. Buffalo trace is the name of the distillery and it's the name of the whiskey I'll be drinking tonight. And it's again for a 750 milliliter, it's probably uh, 27, $28. So not very expensive. That's still not too bad. Well, let's go ahead and both try this. Uh, now, I was told that people like to hear the sound of it pour. Oh, well, let me get my glass over here and make that happen for everybody. But at the same note, I also had my wife tell me that we shouldn't, nobody wants to hear a swallow. So I'm going to be sure and take care of that this time. But. <laughs> yeah, well, we may have been making too much and always enjoying that whiskey last time. It is what it is. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Pretty good. Now I got to know what you think of yours because I've never heard of yours. Well, I haven't heard of it until yesterday. Uh, smooth, not 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 a not much bite at all. Did have a ch- I mean it had a cheaper flavor to it. I mean just just or taste I guess you'd say. Like like we said last, I'm not I'm not one that's gonna pick up on all the notes of it early, but. I got a pretty healthy swig and I'm, I'm not sitting here gasping for air. So it was a smooth one. Probably, like I said, probably a cheaper one, but not, not a bad one. Definitely not bad. I would, I would drink it again, especially at the $16 price point. That's not there bad. You go. What about you? Yeah. So before I say, I should have, I should have done this earlier, but I want to give the sort of the tasting notes and what we're, what I'm supposed to taste on this. I'll read it to you and then I'll, I'll tell you whether or not I believe it and agree with it. But, um, so it says this deep amber whiskey has a complex aroma of vanilla, mint, and molasses. Pleasantly sweet to the taste with notes of brown sugar and spice that give way to oak, toffee, dark fruit, and anise. This whiskey finishes long and smooth with serious depth. So, you're, I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be really sweet, right? Because there's vanilla, molasses, brown sugar, toffee, dark fruit, all this stuff. Um, and I'll say it didn't really taste sweet to me. Uh, I guess maybe there's sort of this sharpness to it. Maybe that's from the, uh, from the mint. I so maybe I'm picking up on that. I don't really know. Um, but I would say the color of it is really super light. It's not like a dark bourbon, um, like a dark brown. Yeah, it's not dark like that one. So it's a real kind of a, a light color. You can see it in there. Uh, and I would describe it probably as bourbon light. Like I, I think that's probably why it's so popular. Yeah. I'm calling it bourbon light. And if you, I mean, it's, it's pretty cheap, but it's very hard to find. People are always, they'll just buy it right up. Um, so I think it's for people that maybe don't like a really strong bourbon flavor and like a weedy type, you know, molasses type taste. 
Um, so yeah, bourbon life, that's what this is, but it's good. Good deal. Good deal. Always the fun part of the show. Agreed. Well, what else has been going on, Derek? How you been? Did y'all get the heavy snow that everybody else had in this area? <laughs> yeah, it was really, really heavy snow. I mean, we may have had like a quarter inch. I don't know. Did you guys get snow there? Uh, not so much snow, just everything froze up solid like it always does. Mm. I felt bad watching my daughter go outside wanting it to be snow, trying to make snowballs out of sleet. It's always, it's a sad story of living in Texas. I remember doing it when I was little. Your parents are just like, yeah, you look at you, you're having a blast. And you're like, yeah, this isn't yeah, real. exactly. Well, and this happened, This, I guess the snow part, it happened at like, you know, four in the morning. So nobody here knew. And the crazy thing is, so I went out there in the morning and I remember some of these ice storm type things we had where it rains, a cold front comes in and then freezes all the rain. Right. And so you walk outside and you're going to bust it, which I've done. So I open the garage. I'm going to work at six in the morning and I, I step out real slow. Like one foot is still in the garage and the other one's like tapping the ground outside on the driveway just to see if I'm going to slip and bust it, you know, and nothing. It was soft snow basically. And I walked right down, no problems getting to work. And of course schools were closed everything melted and dried up that day. The next day schools were closed. It's crazy. So um, no issues at all. Uh, it was easy to walk on to drive in, but the city still shut down for two days. Hmm. You almost got a little lighter than we did. I think my kids even today went to school, which today's Thursday for anybody not knowing this is recording, but they had a two hour delay. Today? Which, I don't know. It was 40 degrees this morning. I don't really know what we were delaying <laughs> for, but that's crazy. Kids today have better luck than we did growing up. Man. They didn't shut school down for anything for I us. I will say though, I kind of got I got stuck home a few days, worked from home, and it's it's kind of got my mind mind on something lately. I'm feeling I'm feeling old, but not like in the oh my god, my body's giving out that type of old. Which there's going to be somebody listening here who's like, he's not old, he's only forty one. Well, there's always somebody older, but old in the respect of the world irritates me. Just I almost don't want to leave the house because I'm going to go somewhere and be irritated with someone. And am I the only person at 41 that feels that Derek? Or is that a, is that a normal thing for the sake? It's normal for me, man. I literally am annoyed by everything. I think, and I could think about uh, getting up early to go to work, the commute drivers in Dallas. I think drivers <laughs> anywhere really uh, going to work and, and dealing with that. Definitely. And then the commute home, then trying to go eat something or get groceries and how expensive it's gotten. Everything's irritating to me at this point in my life. Yes, definitely. I find it's little bitty things that stick to me. Things that I'm, I'm just wondering if I'm the only person that can relate to it. Like, like if I walk in a store somewhere and do you ever have somebody walking in front of you and you're just chugging right along down the aisle and they just stop right in the middle, right in front of you to look at something. They don't step out of the way. They don't move. They just pause there. Like it's, you, you know, you're here for them. I feel like that just wasn't how the world was 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I, it It's probably been at least similar and maybe we were too young to really notice or care. Um, but I definitely think things were a little easier, you know, maybe in the the nineties or, or early two thousands than it is now. And I, I like this topic. I think I'm going to bring up maybe like sort of obscure things that irritate me. And I just, I want to get your thoughts and see if they irritate you too. I don't, I don't know how to say this. I don't like commercials with dancing. And so it irritates me when people are dancing on the commercial. Like we get it. You're happy about your diabetes medication and that's cool. But 
it doesn't make me want to go push that drug at my doctor. I know the one you're talking about. Right? I know the one you're talking about. The woman in the yellow dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. She is so thrilled she's that she got she got thrilled. new medicine that treats her she's diabetes. She's dancing in different dresses and the whole I mean, like, streets dancing along with her. And <laughs> What do they think? I'm going to go buy this yeah. drug because of this? Well, I mean, and I don't have diabetes yet, but I do have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. And when I got prescribed either one of those medicines, I was like, man, I wouldn't, I didn't want to go outside and sing a song and tell the world how great it was. I was more like, it was more like a tattoo of oldness. Like, well, you are now on high blood pressure medicine. You, you are old. You take cholesterol medicine. You're old. It didn't, it didn't seem like it was a time to celebrate. And like that woman, I mean, and I don't want to shame anybody, but she wasn't a small woman. So she basically (laughs) just got the last piece of the puzzle that, yep. Yep, you have diabetes. Yeah, exactly. But and, but she was happy about it. I guess maybe it's us. Maybe we have the long the wrong outlook on life. Maybe that's why we're irritated with everything because we're not celebrating the little things. Maybe so. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I think that there's a lot of little things like that that irritate me. And I think we should probably bring this up every episode or or close to it because there's always something that is like truly irritating. Definitely, definitely. I can I can sit here and just think of things quickly. The Chick Fil A drive through. Are you a person that goes to Chick Fil A? Of course. Do you ever notice when somebody in front of you takes too long to order? I mean, it's Chick Fil A <laughs> on the way there. You knew what you were getting. It didn't like they have a diverse menu. It didn't like it changes often. They have chicken. This is true. But you look at that person. You like, especially now that they have the thing where they walk up and hand you a menu, and the weird person sitting outside, and it's it should be faster, but it's really not. And and they actually take that menu. Let me see what you have. It's like seriously, it's Chick Fil A. They have it in nugget, strip, and fillet form. How do you, how do you want it? And and maybe that shouldn't irritate me. Maybe that's maybe this is me. Maybe I need to find peace in life. Totally get it. No, you know what's worse? When that happens at Chick Fil A, it's partially my fault. Like at another restaurant or a drive through, it's it's not usually my fault. It's just they're taking forever and they suck or whatever. But in Chick-fil-A, I always choose that line. There's two lines to choose from. And I pick the one that has one car instead of two cars. And that one car is a van. And I'm assuming it's full of people and they're all trying to decide what they want. I don't know. But I'm there for like 20 minutes waiting on that one car to go. And then it takes longer to get their food as well. So I'm just like behind them. And it's, it's on me. I made a poor decision, but I do it every time. Yeah, I, don't, I, I know that one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick the wrong. I'm gonna pick the one with the person who doesn't have their power windows broke, so they've got to open the door to mm-hmm. order. Which to me, if my window ever quits, I'm not going to the drive thru <laughs> That that always blows my mind. But they they have to open the door, and they probably have cash. You know, the rest of us have our card, but no, they they got some quarters and some dollars they're gonna pay for this meal. Yeah. Hey, I- and. And I'm I'm one that uses the mobile app. I mean, oh really? Maybe I'm being too fancy, but if you use that, you can pull up, say it, drive off. Okay, I didn't I didn't actually realize that. I don't have any of the apps to those things, but but that's cool. Um, I, this reminds. Well, I mean, if you, even if you don't, like I said, you you pull up knowing at Chick Fil A. Well, yeah. Get. If if I say, hey Derek, we're going to go to Waterburger, your mind starts saying, I know what I'm going to get. Oh, for sure. I have like a a standard if, order at pretty much every restaurant. Like I know what I like, and that's it, right? So I'm not going to go. I don't know what I'll have today at Chick Fil A. Let me look through this menu. Maybe I'll get grilled well, nuggets. Who knows? I, <laughs> and I say that, and I'll get in trouble for this. But my wife is one who does that. So I, oh, I have almost made it a rule now that if we're going to go through a drive-through, she, we're going to pull over, and she's going to drive through the drive-through mm. because she's going to look over there at the menu, and I'm over there going. I mean, it's Water Burger. You know what you want here. Well, I don't. What am I in the mood for? Yeah. 
Well, when we left the house thinking a Whataburger, I was hoping you were considering that, but evidently, one, I don't know. One, I don't one know. time I was sitting, I was actually right at the window getting my food at a Whataburger and it was like crammed in next to another restaurant. Right. Uh, and so I'm in, I'm in this long line, but I get up there to get my food and this, this car, this car comes around the in front of the building and comes around to the side where the drive through is and is facing me in this whole line of traffic, <laughs> but there's nowhere for them to go. Like there's, they're, they're facing the wrong way. I don't know why they did. And then they sat there like they wouldn't, they didn't understand they needed to move back or over. So this line of traffic could get through. Like instead of hitting reverse, it's like you were in the. They thought you were in the wrong first. You were the ones in the wrong. Yeah, area. exactly. I I don't I don't know how that's possible that I would be wrong and they're right unless maybe they maybe the passenger was going to order. Like I don't really know why they would come up that way through the drive-through, you know. So, but it was it was kind of crazy, and the kids were in the car. They they thought it was hilarious. Well, I mean, you're kinder than I am. You're at least trying to come up with a reason they might have been doing it. I would have just said they. I don't know. I don't want to say anything mean about people on here, but yeah, I mean, look, I would have had it. I would have said it was all their fault and they weren't smart. I was kind of entertained. I have had somebody do that to me one time. I pulled up into a left turn lane and somebody pulled up to the left of me thinking they were in the turn lane. Hmm. I've never had that happen. I looked over at her and she looked at me in a minute and finally there was a car headed towards her, just looking at her and she was still looking around like, huh, what's going on here? And it's finally like clicked. Oh, I'm not in the turn lane. <laughs> I thought that one was That's fun. good. People. People are what messes everything up. Things go well until you involve people. I am convinced of that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. We are we are what's we are what's wrecking this beautiful thing that is God's creation. Our, it's our job to wreck it, evidently. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of folks that do a good job of it too. They are, and I run in, and I evidently search those people out. <laughs> my wife's mad at me lightly because it seems as though my road rage has gotten worse. Even my daughter. What's your road rage like? What does that mean? Well, I'll say it's not like I do anything to them. I'm not one of those that drives by and yells at people. I'm more, (laughs) I'm the victims are more my family who have to listen to me talk in the car. Yeah. (laughs) Telling me that person can't hear you. I'm like, well, I need to get it out (laughs) right now. Yeah. Because, but it's, but it's crazy. And I guess it's, and it's, I think a lot of it's cell phones now. And I try my best to not use my cell phone to drive. I'm not saying I don't. But I will say that if I have to, I go into like a hyper alertness, like phone window, mirror, phone, you know, looking around a lot, trying to make sure I'm not taking my concentration off anything. I mean, have you ever just drove by somebody who is deadly just holding their phone, steadily watching a video, not glancing yeah, around? Yeah, every person at every red light in history since cell phones were in existence. Like, I mean, every time the thing, the, the light turns green, they're just going to sit there with me behind them. And that's, that's definitely something that irritates me. And they're just staring at their phone. And the best part, you'll like give them like the friendliest honk you can, you know, to, to, so you're not super rude. But then, I mean, they just slowly kind of start to take off. And you're lucky if you even make the green, you know. Well, see, that's red light. And here in East Texas where I live, it's not even red lights. It is 60 miles an hour oh, going down gosh, the road. I, I hope not. I'm, but I'm in Dallas. I can promise you if it's happening where you're from, it's happening tenfold here. The other day I pulled up to, I had this, I was behind this car for a while and, and it kept being weird. Like they would go really slow and then suddenly go and then go really slow. And I was like, what is this woman doing? You know? So I finally get a chance and I went around her. I, I kid you not. This woman was smoking a cigarette, watching a film on her phone and eating at the same time while going down the mm. road. Her phone was mounted upon her dash. She was just staring at it because it was evidently 
really good show she liked. She kept reaching into the passenger seat to grab food and the whole time had a cigarette in the other hand. I was like, wow, that is, that is the epitome of dangerous. <laughs> well, you know, cigarettes kill, right? So maybe it cause an accident. Who knows? Well, she was going to rope me into her accident evidently. And I was not excited about that. Yeah. yeah and also not speaking all, of slowing down and speeding up, that's an irritating thing. You're, you're driving and the person in front of you slows down. So you go around, you're on a highway, you go around, right? Get in front of them. You got cruise control on. That's I drive in cruise control as much as I can on the highway. And oh, I live with it. I live yeah, with it. So all. I'm going at constant speed. I know that. And this car will come back around in a hurry and then slow back down. And then it's like this whole rigor. It's this over and over. It's this vicious cycle of just ignorance. And I'm a part of it and I can't get out of it unless, <laughs> unless I turn off cruise control, which I'm not going to do. No, no, I'm, I'm the one at 30 miles an hour. I still got cruise control on. I, I do it as low as the car will pe- possibly do it. At w- whatever minimum speed the cars will allow me to use cruise control, I'm going to use it. Okay. Well, I'm, I've never tried but that. But even so, even so, I know what you're talking about. Do those people not see that they're, they are varying their speed 15, in a 15 mile an hour range? Like I'm huh. doing 60 to 75. I mean, that's a huge, they've got to feel that. Yes. But I, I mean, they would have to look up from their phone think. and notice. To even feel it, right? I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, that yeah, that's one that really gets me. Because in my in my in my job, I'm stuck doing a lot of like you know two three hour drives. So oh. I've man, it, or the, or the people who you get behind, say you're in a two lane road or a four lane, so you've got a, a fast and a slow lane, and you're behind them, so you find like I'm, they're going, so I'm going to pass them, and it's like as you ease into the fast lane, they look in their speed and go, oh, it's my fault, and then they speed up. Mm. Haven't seen that one either. That that one always gets me. It's like them seeing your car change lanes and get ready to pass them. They're like, "Oh, I better speed up." <laughs> like they were in front of you. I didn't. I didn't feel that car on. I didn't feel that car that was been behind me for five minutes. But as soon as he moved over, I'm like, "Ooh!" I mean, they were in go. front of you. They should be able to stay in front of you, right? That's how it is. I guess that's what it is because it feels like then you move back over and they're like, "Ah, I can go ahead and slow back down now." There's really no reason to. Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't, I don't drive to piss other people off. I drive to just get where I'm going. Some people, it feels like they are, they don't mind being in their car. Maybe that's it. I don't want to be in the car anymore. I'm ready to get there. I'm ready to be done. Get back out of the car. Driving's not cool. I'm not 16. And there's some people who, man, I want to be in here for hours. Just, I just want to hang out in my car and watch TikTok and do whatever I got to do. Yep. And you know, we've in Dallas, we've got these, um, they're not highways, but they're like major roadways. So there'll be three or four lanes, but there's restaurants and even some houses and things like that on the sides, you know, and people are always turning out. And I think it's a Dallas thing. I never noticed this before, but imagine all three lanes are empty except for my truck. And I'm in one of the three lanes, call it the middle lane. That person will pull out in, in front of me, but not like take one of the open lanes where there's literally nobody behind me or in front of me. They'll take the lane I'm in and just, you know, put, put out there making me either slam on my brakes or go around. But it doesn't happen like once in a while. It literally happens every time I drive anywhere in the Dallas area, even if it's a short trip, no matter what, without fail, someone's going to do that little move. And now I just kind of, I just kind of laugh at it because it's literally, it's totally expected. Well, you're just, you're, it's, it's selfish on your part. You chose the lane <laughs> they wanted. What the hell was I thinking, right? You're, you're the jerk, yeah. Derek. You're you know, the I never jerk. saw it that way, but you're probably right. 
but and, and and you know in 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 that in that statement the, the being you're the jerk it feels like when you do run into these people who irritate you in public it, it they make it feel like it's your fault look at you like you're the person like why did you expect me to drive right well why did you expect me to not stand in front of you why did you expect me to order you're just like okay that's like the whole world is teenagers mm-hmm. because i don't know what teenage what you know what how your parenting goes but I have the, my teenagers or my kids are the ones you go to get onto them and they're almost like insulted that you got onto them. Like, I mean, what are you thinking? Yeah. Leave me alone. Like I'm, I'm trying to play PlayStation here. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. I messed up. Leave me alone. Don't yeah. talk about it anymore. And you're like, Hmm, that's okay. My bad. I'm the one going, well, now why are you mad at me? What did I do here? <laughs> you should know. You should know the answer to this. That's, that's what it is. The whole world is teenagers. Yeah. Maybe so. Well, you know, but, but see, to wrap this... Well, I was go just going to say, speaking of like uh, people doing crazy stuff around me on the roads, you know my wife. She's very sweet. She will always make an excuse for that other driver. It'll be like, oh, I don't think they saw I can you. see that. It's probably that they just didn't notice you were there. I'm like, the truck is big. I'm not in a small car. It's big. They definitely noticed me. But no matter what... They'll turn from a lane that's not a turn lane or something, and she'd be like, oh, you know, they probably didn't notice this. Or maybe it used to be that way where you, they could turn that way, and they just didn't realize they changed it. I'm like, they didn't change it. Like, she will, she will make an excuse for everybody around her, but that's her nature. I'm the opposite. Even if it's like everything they're doing is perfect, everything that they've done makes a lot of sense. Um, if, if, I don't, if I don't like it, I'm like, they're just terrible. That, that person's terrible. <laughs> they're out to get me, and that's, that's the way it is. But, but Leah's nothing like that. Oh, I got, yeah, my daughter got me on one of those the other day. A car, I, I think I was already irritated in a car, like got in front of me to, t- to turn into a parking lot. And just, I mean, to me, they could have gotten the parking lot faster. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, the yeah. people who like think they have to come to a dead stop yeah. and turn in. And I said something and my daughter goes, well, maybe they had to go there. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's not their fault. And I was like, no, it's, they didn't have to go there. They could have let me go by and then went to that. Point. I don't yeah, know. I know. I don't I'm know. right there I mean, with you. I guess I was more butthurt, butthurt that she had a good point. I mean, she was probably right. They had nope, to go to that. I story. agree with you. But they could have went. I, I side with you on that one, Slade. They could have got out of the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate people who turn slow like like they have a trailer behind them. Let me see if I can get this whole trailer. It's like you are in a Kia. Just pull in the parking lot. The, you don't have a gooseneck behind you. Just yeah, get on you can make there. it. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is just, I think this whole thing to wrap this whole thing up is, is this, I guess this is what it's, this is how our parents were and we're them now. Oh gosh. We're the old irritated dad. Yeah. I can't really argue with that. That's a, that's a sad realization. I think. Yeah. We've become everything we said we weren't going to become. Um, yeah. But I also have that feeling that our parents told us too, where I'm like, I don't think it's me. I think it's the world. It's, uh, it's probably both Slade. I mean, it's not just us, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it's them. I'm gonna st- yeah, I'm gonna stick okay, with it's okay. them. I like it. That at least helps me sleep at night and, and makes everything make sense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Oh man. Well, if I sit here and keep doing this, I'll just get more irritated about something else. I could make this a whole show of its own. I could have a probably a, a docuseries about what irritates me in the yeah, world. So I hear you. We better get out of that rabbit hole before we go any further into that. Um before we uh kind of wrap it up, Derek. I know you mentioned earlier we had some success with this episode. Let's uh, let's share with people what <laughs> what our version of success was. Right. Ho- hopefully, we're not judged, and everybody's like, "Well, that is if you call that success, your bar's low." But yep. hopefully, people are like, "Oh, that does sound good." So, what what kind of success did we have from this from our our trailer? Yeah. There? So now, remember, we we've never done this. This was our first podcast. We didn't know how to really post it. Right. We had to figure all this stuff out. 
Um, and we thought, I mean, we're yeah, still oh, figuring it out. Yeah. We're still figuring it out. We, we still, we haven't mastered this yet. For we sure. are two old people who shouldn't be For doing sure. this. Um, so, and we thought five would be good, right? Five is good. That's enough. We keep going. Um, so five, five sorry, five, five views or something, which, yeah. uh, the analytics calls it downloads, but either way. So five listeners, right? Um, so we ended up at least, uh, last time I checked, which was earlier today, we have 180 listeners or downloads, uh, of the trailer. And interestingly, the last few days has been some of our best days in terms of the number of listeners that day. So that's cool. So it didn't just happen like one day we had 180. It was like, you know, it's pretty well spread out. And so that's cool. So it's, it had some legs later on. So that's pretty cool. Um, and, and that is even nice. cooler than that is we're in three different countries, obviously the U.S., but we're in uh, Mexico. And I want to shout out real quick to my buddy Rodrigo out in Mexico City who listened there. And then Canada. Now in Canada, I don't know anybody in Canada. I don't know if you do, but we have four listeners in Canada, which is crazy. Um, uh, I think a couple in Quebec and a couple in uh, Vancouver. So that's that's exciting. And then in the U.S., we had listeners in, it's so far, 22 states. I mean, that's incredible, right? And we're talking all over, New Jersey, Massachusetts. I didn't expect that. Yeah, it's just Washington, California. It's all over. So it's not just Texas. Um, I think the the Texas listeners probably total like 70 to 75% of our listeners. So it's the bulk, which makes sense. Right. But, um, but still very good. Still not bad though. Still Geograph- not bad. Geographically really good. Well, we've tried to spread word as much as we can. We also don't know how to do that either. So we're kind of just winging that one as we go too. Yeah, we are. Hopefully, hopefully as time goes, we can kind of get better at that. And I know we've got some plans of, of what we want to do and what we're planning on doing and, I don't want to say a lot of things because I don't want to put a lot of promises and then it not happen. But I know, I know, I mean, you've discussed, we're going to try to get on YouTube. I know I've had a lot of people tell us, you know, we'd like to watch y'all too. You know, we'd like to see everybody. Wants they to say see that it. until they see us um, and then they're just going to be like, yeah, y'all go back. Yeah, to that's, audio. I feel like that's yeah. probably going to, that'll end our success. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, ah, you know what? You know what? We were wrong about that. Go back to audio. That's, that's not what we want, but no, I, I plan on trying to get a YouTube channel started. Um, we're working on getting all the equipment we need to kind of go live. Um, or I'm sorry, go live, at least have a video, video right. podcast going so you can see us too. I know Derek's working on some stuff with the website, um, adding some more information on there, adding links and, and, and getting what we can get. I, I, I do want to shout out to one of my neighbors. Um, I think last time we posted our first episode, we mentioned the website kind of knowing it wasn't quite ready yet, but we knew like that day we were going to do it. And my neighbor, Michael put me in check right away. I had a text the next morning. Hey man, you know, your website doesn't work yet. I said, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thanks for <laughs> and that's really- <laughs> thanks for keeping me on check that one. So, so Derek it. got to work fast on that one and got us up, got us up and yeah. running. And it's, I like that though. I mean, I want people to keep us that's in right. check and tell us what we can do differently and what we can do better and all that. So, yeah, we're going to be adding more to the website, and we've got other couple little things we've been working on too that I, I don't want to go into detail yet in case it doesn't happen. I, like I said, I don't want to make promises that don't happen, but we are we're working on some other stuff and want to keep growing this thing. Um, of course, we want to hear from the listeners. I want to hear from people. I want to hear what people want to hear. I want guests. I want feedback. You know, I, I want to hear from them because if we don't have listeners, I mean, then we're just sitting there talking to each other, and and that won't be. I don't. That'll be fun us, too. Yeah. I can do that as well, Derek. I can. We, we. Yeah. I just. I think for the equipment and time we're putting into it, it'd be better to have somebody else listening to us. But, That's um, true. I don't know if we need a website yeah, and all so, that. If it's just you and me. I mean, we do. It makes us feel That's important, right. you know. And I, I want to. That's the goal in life is to feel important. Hey, and speaking of the the website, just so everyone knows, I did post or we did post links to the two whiskeys that that we tried tonight and 
with the bourbon that we tried from TX on our trailer. So we got some questions from listeners, listeners about, Hey, you know, what was it? Where can I find it? That kind of deal. So we'll always post those on the website and then we'll have direct links to those websites. And I'm going to try to add those to our social media as well as we, as we kind of grow a little bit. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're, we're kind of navigating how to do those. I've been trying to get my wife to help me with those. Well, Jenny, she's a lot more of a social media person than I am. So I told her she's, she's our social media manager. Um, and that sounded cool until I told her there was no pay that went along with it. So <laughs> I think she probably lost interest at that point, but she's going to help me out with that and I'll do what I can do. Maybe make some appearances on there. Just try to grow that base a little bit and spread our word a little bit. Um, of course, we have our email address, whiskeyfirepodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Give us your feedback. Give us your ideas. Say you want to be on the show. Tell us we suck. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Um, uh, other than that, man, don't forget to subscribe, like, leave a review wherever you get your podcasts on. I know right now on Spotify, Apple. I think I've added us to Google. Um, there's a couple other smaller ones that I wasn't aware right. even existed, but we're on there too. So anywhere you can get your hands on us, you know. I know there's a podcast I listen to, and he always says, leave five stars. We deserve it. So I'm going to go with that. I like it. Um, other than that, anything else you want to add before we get off here, Derek? Uh, no, I, I guess just thank you so much to all the listeners. I know we gave a couple of shout outs to listeners, but I just want to say thanks to everybody. It's sort of overwhelming and humbling. We're, we're, we're thrilled that you guys are listening, and we, and we certainly hope you continue. Definitely, definitely sounds good. Well, until we do this again next time, God bless, and see you next time. Yeah.